welcome back everyone to the 95th episode of the Tundra Cast. Today I got Ryan. What's up, boys? And Nick. Hey. And today it's the annual Tundra Cast trade deadline preview. The deadline is in, I believe, like 19 or 18 days. It's fast approaching, and to be honest, it's the trade talks have, have kind of died down ever since the Lindholm and Monahan trades, but which kind of sucks. But yeah. Um, it should be a very fun deadline. There, it's definitely a seller's market right now. I mean, you look at the prices that Monaghan got, like a first-round pick. Um, Lindholm got a boatload in return. So um, it should be fun to see what teams do, specifically our three teams. Um, you know, the Oilers should be adding. The Leafs, I don't know. And I'm, I kind of wonder about Pittsburgh, too, because they haven't been great recently. I think they lost the other day against LA, so... Yeah, we just lost the Yager game, and that's kind of like the final straw. I'm like, you lost the Yager game? Are you serious? <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, and so today we're going to use the, the fourth period's trade watch list of 2024. Uh, they have 30 players, some honorable mentions, and we'll just go through all of them. So the first player that they have is Noah Hannafin um, from the Calgary Flames. Obviously, he's a UFA at the end of the season. Teams reportedly linked New Jersey, Arizona, Boston, and for some reason, Tampa Bay. I don't know with what assets Tampa Bay has. Um, but, you know, Hannafin is an interesting one because, you know, he's probably the best defenseman on the market, on the trade market today. Uh, I don't know if you want to give up a lot for him unless you're sure you're going to re-sign him, which, I mean, hell, he might get 8 to $9 million in for agency and honestly like i i kind of stay away if i'm a contender i don't think we should if i'm a team i blow all my asses on him but i'm curious to see what you guys think about noah hannafin i mean for me noah hannafin is i think on a cup contending team i think ideally you want him as a number two or three I don't think he's quite good enough to be a number one on a team that wins the Stanley Cup. He's not Petrangelo or Makar. Um, you know what I mean? He's not at that level. And so paying him north of eight, maybe eight and a half million dollars on an extension seems like it could be, you know, iffy. I, I, I am really intrigued, though, at the idea of a team like Arizona trading for him they, they've got a ton of assets um they have a bunch of second round picks they swap they sent one for sean Dersey. um they have a couple of they have a bunch of prospects i wouldn't be shocked if arizona goes hey we're a team that is probably looking in the next two to three years to be decent or maybe starting to push for a playoff spot half is only 26 27 years old if you lock him into a seven-year deal, seven to eight-year deal, you basically get him for the rest of his prime. Um, and the contract cuts right about when his productive years will probably end, which is like around 33, 34. Um, and that's your guy, right? That becomes the guy in Arizona. He's like a Jacob Chitron replacement, basically. Um, so I think that's really interesting if, if that's something – depends on the cost um, – because I don't think Arizona will want to give up their first-round pick this year for Noah Hannafin. Um, I think it'd be comical if they did that. But, yeah, I just think in this cap-strap market, I'm not sure which teams 
would be able to go all in on Hannafin. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I guess it really depends on the asking price because they did really well in the Lindholm trade, I think. Like, they got Perspevitz, who we like, obviously. And um, I'm looking at a team like New Jersey right now, looking at what they have. I know Dougie Hamilton's out, but I think they played together or they were traded for each other. I can't remember. They were traded for each other, yeah. Yeah, they're crazy. Yeah, there was it's very foggy. Okay. I thought they played against like they played with each other. I was like, maybe that makes a little bit of sense, but like um Arizona's pretty intriguing. I just don't think Boston or Tampa really has any assets to get a guy like Noah Hannafin. But uh New Jersey and Arizona kind of makes sense. I just don't know if Arizona's really in a good position to push for a playoff spots. So New Jersey probably makes the most sense in this case. Um but I agree. I think he'll probably just be like a number three, number four guy on a team, especially on a team like New Jersey. But uh, it really just depends on who's going to also sign him long term. Like you mentioned, it's it's yeah. It's not like you want to trade, you know, so many assets for a guy you're going to get for like thirty games. You know what I mean? If you make it fire. So I, I just can't. See an interesting one. Than, I just can't see him getting more than what Arizona got for Chitron. Because they, he's Chitron was a really good number again, like number two or number three on a cup contending team, ideally. And but the thing was, Chitron was on the current Hannafin deal, except he had like three more years after in terms of cost controlled, uh, effective play. And so Ottawa took that swing, knowing they could lock, they could keep him for two to three years for a pretty reasonable cap hit. Whereas for Hannafin, you're gonna have to pay him a bunch. And if, if Calgary is looking for a first plus, like, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe it happens, right? I didn't think Lindholm would get a first plus or plus brew, but that happens. So any, anything is possible. Under, under the radar team, what about Dallas? Dallas is pretty stacked. I'm not sure what their cap space is like either um, at the moment. Maybe I should have pulled up cap friends before starting this. <laughs> Someone's already on it. <laughs> yeah, I can tell by the keyboard. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get there. <laughs> well, you know what? We're going to talk about Hannafin. Let's talk about the number two guy, Chris Tanev, who's also on Calgary. Yeah, Tanev. Um, he's 34 now. Jeez. Um, yeah, he's old. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just remember him. Like, It's just crazy how fast time goes, I guess. But um, Dallas is linked here. I could definitely see that in Dallas's case. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of cap though, four and a half million, kind of the same point I made about Hannafin, but you're going to want to pay Hannafin like eight or $9 million. It seems like, but, um, Chris Tanev, I know you wanted him on Edmonton as well. I think he'd be perfect. Um, yeah. on Edmonton. Yeah, um, two, like, in for I think a guy, I think if you want to, yeah, if you want to replace a guy like CC, I mean, that seems looks really good. It's one of the hottest teams, if not the hottest team in the NHL as of late. And, that can get you far. I mean, the Pittsburgh Penguins won one of their cups, and they were out of a playoff spot in December, right? So, yeah, um, yeah I think Edmonton's going to be a good fit. Again, Tampa is linked here. I don't see that. Toronto? I Toronto? Mean, I don't know. I don't want him. Can I be honest, guys? I don't really want him. Well, you don't well, even have I'm, the yeah, picks for can... him, right? You have to trade huh? your first, basically, to get Tanev. Yeah, I don't think Charlie Bingham wants to trade his first. Yeah, I don't want him to trade our first either. <laughs> that's frankly, true you don't really have a lot of picks yeah like frankly unless we're getting um like a legit like number two and we can get him for the rest of his prime i don't want him i don't i don't want to trade our first or minton or Callan. like he better be morgan riley's defense partner on that right side for the rest of riley's contract 
like that's the mindset for the next seven years like, like the next five to seven years yeah if we're trading like i would rather trade our first this year fraser minton toby niemela and the third round pick plus contract and get that guy then just just trade our first round pick and for chris tanev in a fourth because tanev is going to fall off a cliff in the next two years he's like i just i can just feel it and, and knowing the leafs look we're going to trade for him in his second game as a leaf like nick felino like our previous trade acquisitions he's gonna like break his foot blocking a shot and then he's not gonna gel with the team we're gonna miss him for 20 games his first game is gonna his first game back is gonna be like two games before the playoffs start then he's gonna start playing with the play in the playoffs but he's not gonna have any chemistry with the team because he hasn't been skating for two months and then we're gonna and then he's gonna look like crap and then the fan base is gonna turn on him and then he's not gonna resign with us and we basically <laughs> traded our first round pick away for seven games chris i i like i, I don't want it. i don't want it if we're gonna trade our first might as well go all in, trade more assets, not name Nyes or Talon. Yeah. And go and go get a big guy. Like that, that that's my mindset on the least trade deadline. Or if you can get Tanev, like no one wants Tanev because he's old and he's in, he's like there's injury risk, and we can get him for like a third and a fifth plus like a like a C plus tier prospect. Okay, fine, sure. Like I'm okay with losing that for Chris Tanev, even if we only get like 20 games of him. But I'm not trading a first-round pick for a guy who might leave and isn't, for me, a long-term solution. All right, so what's your prediction? Where does Hannafin go? Where does Tanev go? I like Dallas a lot. I think I think Dallas could be an option for both of those guys. If you, if you send back a Ryan Suter contract, like – Maybe get some retention yeah. on Hannafin. You could you could fit him in there. I think he'd be great. I, I don't know if you'd be able to extend him long term with Hawk and Pod Harley hitting free agency, and Harley is gonna want uh, want uh, want to raise for sure. Oh yeah. Um, as well as um, Ty Delandry, I think might be gone next year, but Pavelski if he signs another short term deal. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure they'd be able to afford Hannafin long term. Um, but if they could. I, I think Hampton to Dallas would be would be cool. Um, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be either them or Arizona for me. Mm -hmm. For Tanev, I think he's going. To, I think he's going to the Oilers. I'd love Oilers that. I'd love that so much. It's, it's interesting to see Vancouver as a team that Tanev is linked with as well for like a little reunion. But I'm not entirely sure if they have room for him. Like they got a pretty good decor, like just but like performance wise. But um. Hannafin, I'll probably, based on the teams that are linked, like Dallas is a good shout, even though they're not in the list, but like New Jersey or Arizona probably makes the most sense just mm -hmm. based on assets, but New Jersey probably, if you're, look, if you're looking for a team um, that can push for a playoff spot, and New Jersey's had a bit of a rough year with injuries as well. Um, maybe Hannafin's that guy that can slide in, but um, yeah, that's basically all I have. I, I, I do like Edmonton as a fit for Chris Tanov a lot. Um, my question is, does it make more sense to retain a guy that's going to be making less the next year and making more the next year? Because I don't know if there's much of a point retaining a guy that's just going to make more money if you're going to re-sign him the very next year. I don't, I don't know. Maybe if you're making a long push. I don't know. That's always been a, a bit of a touchy subject for me. But I mean, I, think with, I think with Edmonton, they have, they're have they one of the few teams with assets and a swappable contract. 
right? Mm -hmm. For Tanev, it's probably as easy as swapping CC and getting Calgary to eat like a million, unless there's like another contract that you can throw in. Shea would know better than me. Um, but I think Edmonton is in a better position to go quote unquote all in because I think their their team is stronger than a team like Toronto's. Um, and I think the Western Conference, I think it's wide open right now. That's um, awesome. Yeah. I think there's like seven good teams in this quest that can win it besides St. Louis. Exactly. Like I'm saying, like for with the East is a weak conference, but the top of the East is as loaded as it's ever been. Florida, in, in, it's in, Florida in, or Carolina for me, honestly. Well, East. the West is easy when you have teams like the Sharks and the Ducks and the Blackhawks and the Coyotes and maybe the Flames <laughs> and you know what I mean. Like that's why yeah, they're so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we'll so I think I think I think Edmonton is in a position where they can go on for him and they don't really mind. Vancouver is really interesting because I think this is a unique situation where it's their first year contending, but it's also like an all-in year because I think they have a bunch of contracts that they have to renew. No, Pedersen's uh, like a RFA this yeah. summer, I think. He's going to get like, what, yeah, 13 and a half? He's going to get paid. So, yeah, so it might be an all-in because Pedersen's an RFA, Lindholm's a UFA that they just got. Um, Dakota, Josh, uh, Dakota Joshua is probably going to get a raise. Heronic. He's been really good. Heronic's an RFA. Um, and their entire blue line is basically just free agents. <laughs> they have Quinn Hughes and Noah Jolson, who's actually been really good this year. Shout out Noah Jolson. Yeah, um, he's made a comeback. I'm like, I love seeing yeah. that. Yeah. So I think this might be a year where they go all in because they don't know how if their team's ever going to be as good as whoever it is supposed to take yeah. that line this year. Yeah, their whole decor. They, they might go after them. Their whole decourse for you, like Zadarov, they just got two when he's a free agent next year. <laughs> like, craziness. Tyler Myers, he's making six million. That might be good. Know. We'll see. It's a good thing he's expiring. It's a good thing he's expiring. That's true. They're probably just going to take the money that they save on him and basically pin, pay Patterson with it. Yeah. Like, that's, my that's true. They could do that. Or if they somehow get Tanev, they can retain Tanev potentially. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. They're the same age. Uh, Third player on the list, uh, Adam Henrique, which is honestly an interesting one. Um, making 5.825, but 50% retention. Uh, I, I, I'm i doing the math in my head here. I think that's around 2.9. Right? 2 but now, but here's the thing. Here's my argument. Last year when the Leafs got O'Reilly, they got him through 75% retention. If you do that with Adam Henrique, that's down to like 1.45. So you're getting... Adam, you could potentially get Adam Henrique at a $1.45 million cap hit to play in your top six, which would be amazing for any contender. And the contenders that listed here are Colorado, Carolina, New Jersey, the Rangers, Edmonton, the Islanders, and Boston. And I feel like, honestly, Colorado jumps up to me on this one. They need a 2C badly. Me too. Yeah, me too. That's the first thing that pops up for me for sure. I think the Islanders in Boston are out. I don't think they have the assets to number one, get a guy like Henry, but number two, get additional retention so he fits in their cap. Because I don't know. I feel like Boston has less picks than Toronto, and like that's a tough spot to be in. And the Islanders, because of previous years, their prospect pool <clears throat> is not necessarily the strongest. Um, unless they're willing to throw like their first round pick, I don't even know if they have it this year. But unless they're willing to say throw their first round pick for Henry, I feel like other teams probably have a stronger offer 
than what the Islanders could offer. They do have their first round pick this year. So, I mean, if, if, the, if the Islanders' first round pick is in play, Isles could be a sneaky team. They need more offense. Um, they, I'm not, I don't think they actually, they actually probably do need the full 1.5 mil. Yeah, they do. So they need double retention, but they have their first round pick and they have a couple, they have all their picks next year. So I think I could see the Isles doing it because that team does need more offense. That's a very that, Lou move, eh? Getting a veteran like Adam Henrique. Right? Yeah. So I, th- I think I could see the Islanders. Boston, I, I don't see it. Carolina, I don't know if they really need him. I think I think that Carolina needs like, like an elite scorer though. That's what, that's what they need. They need an elite goal scorer. Is that M. Henrique though? No, it's not. Right? It's not Henrique, right? but he's underrated. And I think the reason why I think Carolina's a good fit is because I think they're gonna try and go all in. I mean, they got guys like Brent Burns and um, who else? Uh, Dimitri Orlov. That's what I'm thinking of as well. Um, it just kind of seemed like in, in the free agency, they were going to be a team that was going to go all in. And I think when you get a guy like Henrik, who's been in a Stanley Cup final, I don't think he's won a Stanley Cup. No. I don't remember. But um, he's a very underrated player. I mean, he's a 20-goal scorer virtually almost every year, even at his current age. And they have the caps. They have 1.4 million in cap space left. Oh, wow. They have the picks to do it. They'll be missing uh, a fifth next year and a third the year after. So they And they have a Philly second as well. So I think they have enough assets to actually make that happen. And I think he'd actually be a good fit. I mean, he got Jordan Stahl on that team as well. So, like, maybe they don't need him as much as other teams, but I think they have enough to make it work and make it happen with the retention. For sure. I do think there's a couple of guys on here. Like, the first name that comes to mind for me that I think that Caroline would probably put emphasis on is a guy they tried to get in free agency and almost got in free agency last year in Tarasenko before he went mm-hmm. to Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he fits that scoring mold really well for them. I'm not sure how his numbers are looking this year, but just like from a prototypical perspective, I think Tarasenko would make a lot of sense for them. I think Henrik would obviously be really good in their middle six. I just think that stylistically in terms of what they need the most, I think it's probably low on the totem pole for them. Yeah. Um, and you're right. They could definitely afford them. They could definitely have the assets to get them. Like, they killed the draft last year. Like, McConnell and what, the third round? Mm-hmm. Uh, they always get the guys that the Twitterverse loves, but AHL teams just seem to pass on. <laughs> like, there's always, like, yeah. those where you go, wow, he, of course Carolina took him. Um, <laughs> New Jersey, uh, again, like, I could see it, but I think their emphasis is showing up the blue line. Um, Goaltending, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Rangers is I just don't know, man. Like I just never really believe in the Rangers, but he does seem like a guy that. <laughs> my rant, my rant stays true from the Rangers back in preseason. Yeah, I, I don't know if you, I, Nick remembers. I, I just went on a huge rant about how shit the Rangers are, and uh, <laughs> I never believed in them. And I mean, yeah, <laughs> you're not right. <laughs> um, number five, uh, we kind of touched on Chikrin already earlier on, but I mean. I don't know what's why Stales would want to trade him. Oh, we skipped one. He didn't do Claire. He's number four. Oh, well, sorry. Um, <laughs> I mean, what is there to say about Anthony Duclair, though? Like, I mean, he's like he's a middle six guy. You know, go to a contender. Like, I think Vegas would be a good fit for Duclair. That would Vegas be a good fit, actually. Yeah, right. I agree. Toronto, like Toronto, Edmonton, if they can't get like any top guys, like you know, you trade all your third round pick, bring in Anthony Duclair to play for skilled guys. 
that could be something. Yeah. Like, DeClaire's like a guy where, you know, he will get traded and, like, honestly, he can go anywhere because... I mean, he fits every team. Every yeah. team can use like a third line score. Yeah, <laughs> a secondary score. I, I do think I do like the idea of him replacing Riley Smith basically uh, uh, for Vegas mm-hmm. when they when they lost them when they had to lose them because of cap reasons to Pittsburgh. Riley Smith hasn't had a great year for you guys either. I don't think. Uh, no, he's been kind of down the last little bit. He started off well and it's kind of yeah. dripped off from there. So, Duclair's just mad. I'm surprised he's above Chitron. <laughs> well, talk about Chikrin. Um, th- th- I mean, well, first the teams listed: Washington, which kind of makes no sense; they should be rebuilding. Calgary doesn't really make any sense because they're selling. L.A. obviously tried to get him last off season, but sorry, last deadline, but they got Gavrikov instead. St. Louis, I could kind of see, and Detroit still doesn't really make sense because he got a lot of good defenseman prospects coming up. You know, I, I just don't know where Chickering would go this year. Chickering for Pareko, the deal is one for one. Say like, less. could Pittsburgh be a fit? <laughs> could Pittsburgh be a fit? Uh, maybe. I mean, it would improve our defense. You I just that the other way. That's a that's. I'm just I'm just defense. yeah. I'm just emotionally attached to Jake Gensel. I don't want to see him go anywhere. But um, I'm not saying they're going to trade him to Ottawa, but I don't really know what other assets we would have. I mean, we'll have to see. I mean, I'd, I'd like him in Pittsburgh. I just don't know if it really makes sense for them right now mm-hmm. type thing. Um, trade a first plus, like, like a mid-round pick or Braden Yeager and a mid-round pick for him? I'm not trading I don't know if I trade. No. I don't know if I trade Yeager. I don't even know if I trade our first. It really depends on what year the first is. But if I were to trade a first, it'd, it'd probably be this year because I think we're going to drop off. But... We'll see. I mean, I don't really want to trade a first, but <laughs> honestly, I just can't see. I just can't see Ottawa fully recouping the value that they gave up to get Chitrin in the first place. No, honestly, they should. I mean, if there's a defenseman they should trade, it should be Shabbat. I agree. On Shabbat, huh? Uh, this might be a hot take. I don't know if anybody wants Shabbat, man. I don't think he's that good anymore, <laughs> personally. I think he's a bit overpaid at eight million. I, I don't know if there's a team that, that that would really want him. Yeah, that is a pretty steep contract. Um, number six, Ryan kind of made a joke about him. Uh, Colton Pareko linked to Calgary no. for some reason and Toronto, which would be no, so funny. No, Trey, don't cook, don't cook, don't cook. Get out of the kitchen. Get out of the kitchen. <laughs> he's old. He's thirty years old. He has like six years left at six and a half. He has back issues. <laughs> Oh, my team Over has Island. twice in the last two weeks, and nothing about him makes me go, you know what? That guy. I want that guy. My team is going to be able to win the Stanley Cup if I have that guy. Bro, he has my, beef. Matthew Nye just he did fall off. Drop strap two, six, like six hours ago. Bro, he's beefy. He's 6'6". Six, six. Like 230 pounds. Yeah, but he's falling off. I'd rather draft a 6'5", 6'4", dude, in the first round this year <laughs> than give my first round pick for this guy. <laughs> And he's got a full no trade clause that he might not waive after we trade for him. Like we trade for him, and then he still has a no trade clause, and he goes, "Ah, I'm not waiving it." Which we we had to buy him out, and then we have like a two million dead cap for like seven years late, like like four years now. We have like another seven year two million dollar cap per year. I mean, you do have like fifty million on four players, so that probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense for Toronto either. But I'd like to see it. 
I don't think I don't think he'll get traded anyways. I don't think so. Either. I don't think so either. Um, it's number seven. <laughs> Fuck, man, the Rangers are like they should be. Like, I, I hate the Rangers. Like, why? Can you just develop yeah, that, a no, guy? My God. Please They're develop brutal. your young kids. Like, Capo Caco. I think Caco would be a great fit in Buffalo. By the way. Oh, 100 percent. Oh, Milstat and Caco swap. No way they trade. Maybe I'm surprised. Kako, right? I'm surprised to see Middlestead on here, but we'll get to that. Um, I mean, what? I mean, what do you trade Kako for, though? That's a good question. I look at a team like Anaheim. If they, if he wants ice time and wants is to prove himself, I look at a team like Anaheim or maybe Minnesota. Minnesota is like, isn't this like the year where the where the Suter and Parise contracts kick in, like the, yeah. the buyouts? Yeah. Buyouts. Well, that's I don't know. How that's gonna work, but anyhow. Yeah, I hate the Rangers. They can't fucking develop anyone. At least Lafreniere's kind of it. broken out a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, true. But then they lost Hedl. And he, he might That's, be retired, though. Yeah. So. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's almost like the Rangers can only have one promising forward prospect on the team at one time. But to be fair, Will Cooley's been, 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 been pretty solid. For he's been okay, but he's been playing, like, fourth line, though. That's not really helping him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the I like the idea of maybe, like, a Kako Zegras swap. I was thinking about that, too. I like, like... Maybe yeah. like what Kako in a first and maybe something else for Trevor Zegers who wants out, like Right? Like that could work. Like give New York some more defined skill. Um and if you play Zegers with some better players and you you play him in a situation where he's playing meaningful games, then maybe the attention to detail on the defensive end will pick up like just a little bit. I don't think that's gonna happen, but uh, I'm trying to be look. I hate the Rangers as much as you guys. Okay, I just <laughs> like I'm trying to be optimistic on Rangers fans' behalf. Bro, I mean, what? How how can you be optimistic as a Rangers fan? Mike Igor Shesterkin's being outplayed by like 39 year old Jonathan Quick. Yeah, that's, that's not great. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. dude, I think I'm telling you right now, wherever Kako goes, that's when he's gonna break out. Because the skill uh, yeah, is I there. Think, I do think there is a world where if Kako doesn't get moved at this trade deadline, that He's the Alex Newhook from Montreal this year. It's true, we could draft. see him join it at like draft time, for example. Yeah, I think I think he's a guy that picks up two late first round picks, um, from a contender, and they see him as a guy who's young, has upside, and they can kind of extend on like a cheaper deal to play a middle six role for them. Yeah, and then they see him as a guy where, hey, if you kind of play in our culture and our system. Um, you can be good, um, and for the Rangers, it'd just be recouping value that they can use in the future trade. Um, yeah, I-, I could totally see Montreal even going for Kako themselves. I mean, they did it with Doc. They did it with Newhook, like yeah. you said. Yeah, they did it with Newhook, right? Um, they tried with so Jordan. It didn't work though. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an option. I think it's definitely an option. Kind of reminds me of Tolvanen as well. What like? It was different with Tolvanen because he was waived. Where he went to Seattle and then was like immediately good for like twenty games. He's kind of like yeah. he's still a pretty consistent player for Seattle. He's been better on Seattle than he was on Nashville. I mean, it just yeah, has to do with ice time. But uh, sorry, Rossi. <laughs> uh, number eight, Leafs legend Alex Barabanov. I don't even think I think he just get benched today. <laughs> Did he? Really? I'm pretty sure he got benched like today. Or like he got scratched, right? Yeah, he got healthy scratch today. I mean, like, Interesting. 
I don't know what to think about Barabanov. Is this just a case where a guy's on a shitty team and he gets top six ice time, so he's just producing? Oh, he's been bad this year. Never mind. That's what I'm saying. Like, Nine I swear points. he hasn't been good. He had like a 50-point year, though. Previous year, though. That's that's weird. Oof. So the drop-off is hard. Yeah, it's... Wow. Ouch. Yeah, I mean, on, like... He's, he's on the fourth line. He's getting healthy scratched. Uh, teams reported like he, he was playing six weeks, six days ago. He was playing on the second line with Eklund and Kernan. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, teams reported Edmonton, Colorado, Florida, Tampa Bay. I'm just gonna say Tampa Bay gets him because like that might just be like it won't cost them anything. He's I think they could fit him in, fit him in cap wise, especially with the Sergeyev LTIR space, right? So he's like their Mikey Isimov, eh? Isimov's actually good though. That's the thing, like. He has like and no finishes. Was good last year, <laughs> just not this year. So it might be them buying low, right? Yeah, I mean they did the same thing with Geno, but uh... that did not work. Yeah, that, well. yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> they less better, the better. Yeah, um, that's true. Nine, Casey Middlestat kind of talked uh, talked about him briefly. I mean, I don't know why Buffalo would trade him. I I really don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that Maybe one. Don't want to pay him. Maybe they just don't want to pay him. I mean, you kind of have to. Your team is still shit for some reason. Like he's like he's producing for you. Like you kind of want to keep that guy, no? But it's weird because they're saying they want to move him for a talent for talent swap. So like, are they looking for a guy who's more cost controlled? Are we thinking about a middle stat Zegers swap here? Maybe. But Zegers is expensive. He's like six and a half. No on his extension. Like he's not even. It's not even like. It's not even like Zegers is, like on like a five year deal at four and a half, and Millstat's asking for six, and so Buffalo is like, ah, oh, I don't know if I want to pay you six, so let's just trade you for a guy we know is. Yeah, only he's also an RFA. That maybe has something to do with it too. Um, let me look at Buffalo real quick. Oh, they have seven million dollars in cap space, but. Zuckpozo. I mean, you still have Dylan Cousins and Tage Thompson. They've had some pretty down years, but I don't know why you would want to trade a guy like Middlestad at this stage. He's broken out now. Like, right. And we can say that he's like a 50, 60 point guy. He hit 50 he points is. last year. He's on pace to do better this year. I mean, pay the man. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> trade him at this stage. Pay the man. Whatever. I, I honestly don't think he gets moved. And I think if anything, if they get to the off season and arbitration doesn't go like they have to go to arbitration and arbitration doesn't go as well as they imagine, then maybe he's like a Takako as well, where a team will get him during the draft. You know if that makes sense. Yeah. But if they're talking in the off season before the draft and things aren't looking great and the numbers are just too far apart and, and they, they don't want to commit to him long term, then he's another guy like Kako that might get swapped at the draft for, you know, a first-round pick or something. I I look at a team like maybe Washington. They need young centers. They need young players in that organization. I think Washington would be a decent fit for Middlestat if they were to trade him. I mean, he'd be be the bona fide 1C there, like, without a question. Who's a talent-for-talent swap, though, if they were to to do it? Mantha's been in trade talks, but I don't know if he's going to be a fit for the Sabres. Could I make maybe you do McMichael for Minnesota, something like that? Maybe or like a Lafiere if you prefer one or the other. Really I'd depends. Say Potos, but they just extended him, so I don't think I don't think they. Moved yeah, he got like three mil per year. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Minnesota's a weird one. I don't. I don't. I'm not fully convinced he gets moved. 
I wouldn't move him if I were the Sabres. Yeah. But it's the Sabres. I mean, who who knows, man? Uh, the Sabres are a weird team. <laughs> um, number 10, Jake Allen. Who, like, why would anyone want this guy to begin with? He's not good. We thought this guy was a, Col- was a, a Colorado Avalanche, like, five <laughs> years ago. It's true. <laughs> We're like, oh, he's been traded. A big move. And then it, it was like, nope, psych. Uh, I mean, Colorado's not even one of the teams linked here, which is kind of funny. I mean, like, I could see New Jersey because they do need a goalie, but I don't know if he's that big of an upgrade on Vanacek. Um, That's what I mean. You know, Carolina, I can kind of see. I guess it kind of depends on if Anderson's going to come back or not because their goaltending's been a little bit shoddy. Antiranta's just been Antiranta. And, like... I don't, I don't even know, think Edmonton, Edmonton can afford a backup goalie at three point eight five. You know, like if we're gonna That's get a, true. if we need a backup goalie, he needs to make like two mil or less. And honestly, Cal Pickard has outplayed Jake Allen this season, so I I would argue Edmonton's not really even making a goaltending upgrade. They're just kind of making a lateral move, if anything. And I mean, like, I'm just gonna say Colorado gets him because like they need a goalie, and they kind of need a good backup for Georgiev. And you know, I, I don't think it will cost them much. What, what, like a third round pick? Maybe a I second. Jake Allen is old. He's not good anymore. Has he like, ever been good? He's been okay. I mean, Lewis, Lewis with Jake Allen was low-key not bad. Yeah. Was it Jake Allen in St. Louis? No, he was good. He had a couple of good stretches. Yeah, yeah. He's been like a decent goalie. I thought he was young. I thought he was younger than thirty three though. Jesus Christ! I thought he was. No, like... he's old now. Nah, he he he, an old head. <laughs> I remember him in the World Juniors, and that was like fifteen years ago this, now. Once I was this uh, this weird thing, where they hold on to these veterans for too long. Like Josh Anderson got offered. You got offered a first round pick for Josh Anderson last year, and you're like, Nah, nah bro. Like Josh. Nah, you know, I'm gonna shout on the Habs even more here. Their media last season wouldn't shut the fuck up about Joel Edmondson getting a first round pick, and then he gets traded <laughs> at, in the fucking offseason. He gets like a third round pick. Like, dude, the, the amount of glazing that the Montreal media does is insane. It's yeah, true. You, you made one good trade with Sharon. I think the Monahan deal was pretty good too, but like, like I don't know, man. Like, like Jake Allen could have gotten you like a second round pick last year. I'm certain of it. He was actually decent last year. Like, like there was des- there was enough desperate teams that someone would have given you a second round pick for him, and you're like, ah, nah, fuck that. <laughs> ah, we want to trade Josh Harrison. Oh, the Isles would give you a first round. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. nah. <laughs> Let me give you Romanov instead. I don't want to give you my 26 year old underperforming, overpaid right winger. Let me give you my like 22 year old defenseman who might hasn't yet broken out, but has logged like 200 NHL games instead. Like, uh, this doesn't even make sense. <laughs> My job doesn't make sense. Uh, I, hate, I hate that. I hate that. Uh, number 11 <laughs> is also a goalie. Um, Jacob Markstrom is a very interesting one because... Member of, member of my fantasy team. Uh, he's that been carrying the Flames basically all season. Apparently, there was a deal close with New Jersey a few days ago or a, a week or so ago. Um, yeah, honestly, that's the guy New Jersey needs to go for. I was going to say, that that makes more sense than Jake Allen, 100%. Mm-hmm. That makes a ton more sense. Even in Carolina's perspective, it makes a ton more sense. It's just he's making a lot of money, $6 million. Oh, He's the same lot. age as Jake Allen, though. That is a lot. So, it will 
We'll see. Is he a free agent? I have no idea. He has a full no move clause, which is interesting. I think he's got like two more years after this one. He no? has, yeah, two more two more years left. Okay, so you're gonna have to clear up a lot of cap space then to make that work. I don't know. We'll see. But New Jersey and Carolina makes a lot more sense for Mark Sherman than Jake Allen. Yeah. Uh, twelve. Sean Walker. Um, probably, I would say the second best rental right hand D on the market. Yeah, I think every contender should be after this guy, honestly. I just don't know, cause like the the history of Walker isn't there. Like he's had a really good year, and I would really like Sean Walker in New Oilers. But apparently, I think there was a report that came out today. He's looking, he's looking for like five million free agency, which is way too much money to give to a guy that had one good year. Um, it's true. And I don't know. I I'd be wary about Sean Walker. Um, teams like Toronto, Edmonton, Tampa, New Jersey, Colorado, Dallas. I feel like I'm saying the same six teams over and over again. Um, I just don't know if he's worth a first round pick, and that's what Philly is looking for. Yeah, I don't know. I was kind of thinking of Toronto, but like, I don't know. Like, that's it's a good point you make. If he's looking for that much money, like. You have to clear the cap space, and you'd have to if you're gonna trade a first. I mean, I don't know if Toronto's willing to do that, but it doesn't make sense for us. It just doesn't because no. Tavares' contract still being um, on the books for next year. You know, I don't think we can afford to allot five million dollars. I just think of a guy like Labushkin when he got him, and then he didn't retain him the very next year. I don't think he was making that much money though, but. It really just depends on if Toronto's looking to push, which they should be because their core is ridiculous and they just don't, and they don't have the cap space for it anymore. But yeah, we'll I don't know. Uh, um, he might re. Uh, if Philly resigns him, that'll be I don't think they're resigning him, man. They got dry. They got Drysdale on the right he just got side. Drysdale. Yeah, I don't I think, think... It'd be funny though. The fact that they even discuss an extension is kind of jokes to me. Like, it should just be like, hey, we're going to trade you. <laughs> great for us. Thank you. We're Thanks for your you. time. Uh... Yeah, like, if you want to come back in free agency so we can trade you again on a one-year deal, like, we'll discuss it then, but you're not a long-term guy here. We're not yeah. going to trade you. 13th, another right-hand defenseman, Ilya Labushkin. Team's interested Toronto, which is kind of funny because he was in Toronto like two years ago. <laughs> um, Pittsburgh, guess what, guys? Tampa Bay at Edmonton and uh, Boston. And you know what? I'm going to say he goes to Toronto because it would be so funny. It would be so funny. It would be funny. <laughs> I mean, he's a Boston player. He oh, he is. Like a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a Tampa Bay player. I don't, I don't mind the Bushkin. Huh? I don't mind the, I don't mind the Bushkin. You're training, your, you're training a future second-round pick for Lebushkin. No. <laughs> yes. Hell no. Well. If that's the cost, no. I'm willing to trade <laughs> a third or a fourth for this guy. Dude, you trade him. No, no, I don't. Wait, what am I talking about? I don't want this guy. No, okay. I just don't want him, period. Because I'm thinking about it. Like, we we have our bottom four for the blue line set. Benoit, McCabe, Brody, Liljegren. That's the, like, they, those four have been so good for us. That, 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 those two deep pairings work. We just need someone to play with Morgan Riley. Yeah, Lebushkin's no played with Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley with Lebushkin. No. Lebushkin no. has chemistry. Look at the description. Even the fourth period says Labushkin is an affordable third pair defenseman for contenders. But I am not thinking on a top pair but, of Morgan Ryan. But he played top pair two years ago, which means it works. And we it didn't work, because you know why? 
<laughs> we didn't make it past the first round. <laughs> You know what's gonna happen? You know what's gonna happen? The Bruins are gonna pick up Labushka and then he scores the OT winner in game seven against you. And then you're gonna cry. You know what? You know what? You know what, Shay? I hope the trade deadline passes. <laughs> and, goals. and then the day after the trade deadline, Stuart Skinner like tears his ACL and out. Okay, let's not wish injury on anybody here. Come <laughs> on. Know. You know what? You know what? I hope I hope Stuart Skinner just turns into a punch. This is just uh, Leafs fan I, behavior I, 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 that's going on. What's, I, I, what is I, I, this? I'm, I can't stop a beach ball. I, I'm Stuart Skinner. I'm just Mike Smith 2.0. Uh, 5.0 goals against the average rest of the season. And then uh, Edmonton misses the playoffs. And then their first half pick was traded for like Jordan Everly. And he has, and he's the next Connor Brown. Bro scores, Bro plays 35 games for the Oilers, scores zero goals, and has two assists with a negative 10 rating. I hope that happens. Most, the most passion anyone's ever had towards Ilya Labushkin. <laughs> I do not want him. I've changed my mind. I don't I want think, him. I, th I think he's going to Toronto. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Um, no. Uh, 14. Uh, we got Tarasenko. Who did we say earlier? Carolina. Carolina. Makes sense. They're not even linked. I think. No, they're not. But Colorado kind of makes sense. Or Florida. I mean, they did acquire Claude Giroux. Dude, we'll see. If Florida gets Tarasenko, that team looks so good. It does. Does. Wasn't Kachuk having it down here though? Is he like no, he's back. actually he's fine, fine now? now? Okay, that's what I thought. I, I remember because I tried I tried to fleece a guy in my fantasy pool for him because he's <laughs> like ranked like 375th in the league like a month and a half into the season, and the guy wouldn't budge. I don't know why the Islanders are linked for so many of these guys. Like I get it, they're in a playoff battle, but they've lost so many games. Like even yeah. the OT games, they've lost 14. Like how are you in a playoff? Like they've position? they've won like 22 games and like combined losses are like 33. Like. I was watching that New York game, and I was like, oh, I may as well turn this off because the Outers win. No, they didn't. Don't remind me, man. I got stroked on my fantasy team. The number of times I've gone to bed when the third period started, and went, oh, that's a good that's a good goalie performance. And I wake up the next morning, and before one week, a 5-4 loss. His save percentage is an 839, and he has a five goals against average. Like, fuck. kills me inside. No. Uh, I hope the Islanders stink. They do stink. What do you mean? <laughs> they, they suck, yeah. Uh, I can't believe I took that guy with my second round pick. <laughs> um, 15. Uh, Ryan mentioned him on his rant on the Oilers. Uh, Jordan Everly. And, man, I, I, I want him back. I miss him. I miss him so much. He, he could have used him for the last four or five years if you didn't trade him. I know. But. We won't get into that. I know, but like and I could see it. I mean, it. We need a top six finisher, um, specifically a right winger, which is what Everly is. And I mean, we need clutch players in the playoffs, not named McDavid and Drysaddle. And I mean, Everly has a history. I mean, his World Junior goals, his time with the Islanders, a bunch of OT goals. I know fans are gonna look at the fact that in 2017 he had to, he had like two points with us during that playoff run. I mean. Yeah, he was shit that playoff run, but it was his first playoffs in Edmonton, and then he was shipped off for Ryan Strome, who was shipped off for Ryan Spooner, who was shipped off for Sam Gagne, who was shipped off for Afanasiu, who uh, we let go of Rage C. That was, a, you know, I'm just depressing myself right now. Um, anyways, I miss Everly. Please bring him back. Imagine Everly lifting a, a Stanley Cup in Edmonton. It, it'd be beautiful. I'm delusional. I know. 
But in before you guys create a first round pick for Anthony Duclair, and Toronto gets Everly for a third. Hey, he's going to Toronto too. I mean, <laughs> hey, Duclair is top four on the trade list, and Everly's all the way down here at fifteen. So you know, Ken Holland's going to look at this. Duke is actually good though. He had like a thirty goal year two years ago. He's actually good. He's just on the shitty yeah. Sharks. Yeah, like I'm not trading a first round pick for Duclair, but like if it's like a third, sure, fuck it, I don't care. He's just like always getting traded. That guy too. Declare, yeah, I know he's like on his what eighth team right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm mean, like he's a good. It's just weird. He's, like, he's a good player. Yeah, he just can't stay in one team. Uh, we'll we'll rush a bit here. Six teamers, Lincoln's. I don't think he gets dealt. No. He wants to leave though, from what I've heard. That was a little bit ago, but like, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think to be fair, anyone wants to leave Columbus. They're just they're just not good ever. Like hey, one hey, year, a team, a team will take Merz Lincoln's if you trade him good. That's the only way he gets traded. I don't think it's his yeah, and it doesn't sound like he's very happy with the team either. So I mean, I mean, it just fired Yarmo, so don't even really have a GM right now. That's true. About time, by the way. Like what? He was like the GM there like for thirteen years. Oh, he was there forever. He was there <laughs> forever, and like, like that one run in twenty nineteen, sure. But they just got they got spanked in the second run, anyways. Like yeah. Why, why did we? Why did we have to talk about 2019? Hmm? Oh wait, no. 2019 was not. I'm thinking 2018. 2018 was the year we got whooped by the Jackets. That was 2020, dumbass. Who? That was in the bubble. Oh, dude. I thought 2019. Liam. Liam Foody scored that. Scored a goal. Hey, hey. That's my boy, Liam Foody. Don't respect Liam Foody. I'm not disrespecting Liam Foody. He's a Knights legend. Why would I disrespect that guy? That's my boy. Liam Foody. Um, only making around three point five million for the next few years. Um, I don't think he'll get traded, but I mean, he's on pace for thirty to forty goals this uh, this season. He and if he does get dealt, I think they can get a lot back for him. Yeah, yeah. what did I say? Is it Detroit or Colorado? I don't know. Why are the Islanders linked with everybody? The Islanders <laughs> are on every fucking player. They're not good. <laughs> um. Anyways, Detroit and Colorado, I think, makes the most sense. I think Colorado has the most assets for them, though, and they're pretty loaded, so we'll see. Uh, Detroit's that, like, sort of like an in-between team still. Like, they're just starting to get good, and they have a lot of prospects, but I don't know if they're willing to trade any of those prospects because, again, it's kind of a tweener team, but we'll see. Rangers kind of make sense, but didn't he play for the Rangers? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think he, a I lot think of, he like, reunions here. Oh, yeah, yeah I think you're right. Strong. I don't know. Yeah. I thought, was, yeah, I think it was a trade deadline acquisition for the Rangers last year. So, oh, interesting. Maybe they, they but they couldn't afford them. I can't imagine they can afford them now. So, Kako well, for Machado? They trade Kako. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's a deal there. I don't know. I don't know. I'd do that low key one, one for one if I'm both teams. Kako for Vitrano. Hmm. Maybe throw in a little bit extra with Kako, but if I'm Anaheim, Kako is a very interesting. I guess if you want to, like, if the Rangers want to contend, then that's a possible option they can do. Because I think Vitrano right now is a hell of a lot more valuable than Kako if, you, like, if you're in a playoff run, 100%. Yeah, exactly. Especially this year. <coughs> and you get him for next year after that, so. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. Uh, next up is Alex Venberg from the Seattle Kraken. He's a bit of a weird I player. He was like, 
He was then was he bought out by Columbus like a couple years ago? He was, he was yeah, yeah. A weird player. I don't even know how he's doing. Let me look him up real quick. I actually I couldn't tell you the first thing about Alexander Wenberg to be honest with you. He's playing first line center for them. I'm pretty sure. Over Beniers? That's pretty wild. Because <laughs> because because um Sal does the weird thing where they 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 run like three lines and they balance out the three lines instead of top loading it. But I'm pretty sure the last time I checked their daily line combos, he was, like, between McCann and someone else. Okay. Yeah, he's having an okay year. But for four and a half million, that's pretty steep. So... Oh, no, he's back on the second line. <laughs> but near's his first line again. Okay. Uh, okay. He's playing, I, can he's maybe, I can maybe see Boston just because, I mean, we looked at Boston at the beginning of the year and we were like, there's no way they're going to do good. And then they were good. So maybe they had Wenberg just get a little bit more center depth. We'll see, because like Pavel Zaka's your top center, so it's like, and he's been fine with he's been he's been good with the Bruins, but maybe just a little more center depth. I mean, Portois out for a while. He was doing okay with the Bruins. I mean, yeah. he's still young. Yeah, so maybe there's a fit there. Yeah, I don't know if I see Colorado or Carolina. Yeah, I mean, when I don't know, Wembry's just like a guy to me. He's just, just a guy. Just a guy. Two C, three C. Retain half, give him like a second round pick, maybe third round pick, uh, run with it. Like if he can go like, back to the early Columbus days, then that'd be ideal. But I don't, I don't see it happening at this point. He's had a lot of yeah. injury issues as well, so we'll see. Uh, number nineteen, David Savard. I'm surprised Habs media has not jerked off about him getting a first round pick. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I mean, what's that in French? Should I look that up? <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> teams reported, guys, guess what? Toronto, Tampa no. Bay, Dallas, Edmonton. It's the same going to Dallas. It's the same four teams looking for a right-hand defenseman. He's going to Dallas. Don't they have Ryan Suter still? They do. He's going to Dallas. Just for that reason alone. They're, the fact they're willing to trade for him. They should, they're probably going to be willing to trade for David Savard as well. Not that he's bad. He's just an older defenseman that has cap and for some reason they can afford, right? Like They do love those guys. He's a um, No. Uh, jerk off in French is Say Branley. Say Branley. I can't believe I just Googled that and I wasn't an incognito. That's just going to be in my history. Give us... Jesse Jesse Yoloni and David Savard for a fifth round pick and fifty percent retain on Savard and that'll take him. Otherwise, he can stay far away from from my team. I don't know. He's in. He must be in Toronto quite a bit. I mean, he's only like down the road. That's what I'm saying. No, no. <laughs> he probably no. lives in Montreal, dude. Uh, he could. You can stay there. He can stay in Montreal. Well, he doesn't need, he probably doesn't didn't want to trade him, so. I don't know. You might be getting David's card. Uh, number 20, <laughs> Scott Lawton. Uh, no. The first what? two teams are going to sound very familiar. Why? Toronto, Edmonton, and then Buffalo, Colorado. No. I, I don't want him. No. Do, you want, do you just want nobody? Look, What's wrong with Scott that. Lawton? Look, look, look. All of my wish list this year for the Leafs is very short. Give me a 27-year-old number one right D. That's it. That's the only thing on my list. I don't want Scott Lawton. I don't want Chris Tanev. I don't want some overrated plug that will cost us a first-round pick. They want a first-round pick. Scott Lawton. 
I would take Scott Lott on the Penguins, a guy that can score somewhat and can hit, play the gritty game. Great, you can have him. Okay, <laughs> then maybe we'll take him. Sold, sold to the to the gentleman in black. And sold. White. He can. He's better than like all of our bottom six right now. So like whatever. Yeah, that's a good point. I'll take him on the third line over but Jeff Jason's Carter. Not Thanks, doing it for you guys. Mister no. Mister Cardio Man isn't doing it. <laughs> No, Jay, no Jay one's doing is it. Such a Dubas pickup, though, and Matthew Phillips. Dubas loves his 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 card. I mean, I liked Matthew Phillips for a long time, so I'm happy to see him with the Penguins. But yeah, but it is a Dubas pickup. It's such a like it's either it's either an undersized skill guy with like some underrated snarl, or it's a cardio merchant that does nothing but skate really fast. Like those are those are Dubas's like little darlings. The Engvall, Kapanen, Mikheyev. Mookie, we did that this with Gregor, but that's not. Oh, that's thank not God, they don't have Captain anymore. Can you imagine? You probably give him like six million dollars. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> Lawrence Law, Law is, Law is a, a fine player. I think I think he'd be a three C. The thing is with us is unless we're swapping him for Domi, like like he's gonna be like a four C for us. Like he's just like a more expensive cap. You know, like I I just don't see where he fits because I think Bobby McMahon has played well enough that. He can be a third line guy for us, and then I like Nick Robertson in in in, in the top six. I, I like I like I like that Bertuzzi Domi Nylander line. That line the last two games have really really worked, and they really really gelled. Um, I like Tavares with McCann and Robertson, two speedier guys. McCann's a power forward type. Robertson's a finisher, right? And then the first line with Nat, N- Nyes, Matthews, Marner, like. I mean, a guy like Lawton would be nice, but like I said, I, I'd, I'd rather not trade a first-round pick for him, and that's what the Flyers want. That is um, what the Flyers want. I just read that. I don't want to trade a first-round pick for him either. Yeah. But I do want him. I, I would take him the Penguins still. And he's fallen off this year. I think last year I would have I would have killed for Scott Lawton, but this year he's not been as good. Um, he's been a bit of a down year, and they still want a first for him. So, I don't think he get a first round. He's still only making three million dollars. Well, I mean, I don't know. To me, it's, it's not that bad of a contract, but if he continues to decline, then it will be. You're talking about who's team paid David Camp 2.4 and actually defended that. You defended it contract. so much. Yeah, yeah, that defended that contract. And to be fair, he actually played really well today. He had some jump to him, and he's got some chemistry with Holmberg and uh, and um, and Reeves. But yeah, not good. Overpaid, overpaid, overpaid. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. Uh, how was I supposed to know? How was I supposed to know the guy that was our best defensive forward the last three years was suddenly just gonna turn into a pumpkin? Uh, <laughs> number twenty-one, we got Mike Hoffman. He's on. Um, He's I don't know. Out. He's being bought out. Yeah, um, he has one year left. No, isn't this the last year? Yeah, like they're they're gonna okay. like, get on. Let him go to free agency then. I mean. Yeah, like no one is gonna want him. No one's gonna trade anything for him. And San Jose is gonna buy him out, and he's gonna sign with a team in free agency. I don't know. No, like, but isn't right. he isn't he UFA though? Does it? I don't know. Like, I don't know how the thing works. Cause like, if, for example, in the NBA, like you can buy out a player and then he can sign with a team right away. I don't know if they're allowed to do that in the NHL. Um, but like, if you are, like, I'm saying San Jose might just like buy him out. Because they don't have to pay anybody anyways, and it gives him an opportunity to sign with a contender. I just don't think he's very good anymore. I don't think the team wants him. No, I think ever since he left Ottawa, he's been... I mean, he had a couple good years with Florida, but yeah. I think ever since he left Ottawa, it's been kind of a 
like a, a steady decline. So I don't think anyone's gonna want him. I mean, I could see, I guess, a contender trading for him, but I, I wouldn't, because he's been he's been bad this year too. Oh my lord, he's not been good at all. So yeah, I think they're just gonna let him go. Um, next, uh, Joel Edmondson, Leaf, and he's, <laughs> he's going to the Leafs. He's, he's a left. He's a right D. Possible. He can play with Riley. He's making <laughs> one million. If this guy, if this guy is the guy, he's perfect. If this guy is Morgan Riley's defense partner, this is who you want. On this game is one exactly. of the playoffs, I kid you not, I'm not watching the playoffs. You're raving about if wanting him. If, if I have to watch Morgan Riley. Play with Joel Edmondson. I'm not watching the playoffs this year. I'm not. I'm not. Who do you what do you want? mean? He has you top guys... experience, bro. No. Uh, Listen, no. everybody wants Kale McCarr. You can't have Kale McCarr. I'm sorry, you're getting Joel Edmondson, dude. Bro, just how? I, bro, I, I would like I said, I would trade. I'd rather trade with Jacob Chicken. I'd rather pay a first, Edmondson, and at Naples, a third, and fifth, and a seventh, and an eighth, and a ninth, and a tenth. Yeah, that doesn't exist. Future consideration for for Jacob Chicken than trade a third round pick for Joel Edmondson. He doesn't move it's the not... needle. I'd rather have the pick. Like, uh, Bro, he's to... a cup winner, have... man. Respect him. You have Bradshaw living. You get a lower ex- expectations. You're going to get Joel Edmondson, dude. Man, it's perfect. I, honestly, honestly, I think Trey, I think Trey, unless he can get Tanev for cheap, I think he might stand pat this year. And I don't hate that. Bro, Matthews is going to score 70 goals. You can't stand pat. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you're wasting one of the best seasons. You're wasting one of the best goal scoring seasons we've ever seen. Forget them. Forget them. I'm sick and tired of this thing where it's like if you're the general manager of a team that has Stanley Cup aspirations, you have to go and buy a like and spend like a first your first round pick and your second round pick on like on 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 a, on a fucking dude that will play play for you for thirty for three months, right? Look look at what Tampa did. Tampa. Pretty much, all, they got more than one year for every single one of their deadline acquisitions where they had to give up a first-round pick or a meaningful asset. Colorado, multiple years for the guys that they bought on, right? Vegas, the guys that they brought in. Again, term. They have Barbashev, they extended, right? Like All these guys they brought back or they, they trade for with term. Toronto's like the only team I can think of where every year we give up our first and second-round pick for a bunch of guys, and then they leave the next season. The only guy we have from like our four first round picks, three second round picks, and sixteen boxes. Everyone's gonna leave next game. season because you have five players making eleven million dollars. Your your depth is gonna be a revolving <laughs> door. That's just how it works with Toronto now. Like if you I trade know, Marner, then maybe but like I, or I mean I guess the Tavares' contract all, expires soon. All, all I'm saying is <laughs> if you have four guys making eleven million dollars, those five. are the guys that are gonna take you to the Stanley Cup Finals at the end of the day because they are taking up 60% of your salary cap. Joel Edmondson is not the difference between the, the Toronto Maple Leafs making it to the Stanley Cup Finals and losing in the first round again. That's, that's <laughs> my point. Like, How many times are you going to punch your table? He's not going to be the difference. He's not the difference. <laughs> and I'm tired of this team trading away valuable assets we don't have a single defense prospect in our system outside of Kofi Yamla, who we drafted three years ago. Because every year we trade our first round pick. Every year. Look. And they always turn out to be really good. So, for, for once, I just want our general manager to look at this team and go, boys, 
there are no reinforcements coming. The guys in this locker room is all that you get. And you guys better figure it the fuck out. Because holy shit, it's been too many years to not have made at least one Eastern Conference Finals. You want to talk about waste this year of the Austin Matthews era? How many Austin Matthews won the heart two years ago and we didn't make it to the second round? To be fair, you probably outplayed Tampa that year. Deserved to win. <laughs> we deserved to win, but we didn't do it. And that's what I mean. Like, last year, we gave our first round pick, our second round pick, another first round pick. We, we, tra- we trade we trade for Ryan O'Reilly, we trade for Noah Chari, Luke Shen, fucking uh, Jake McCain, Sam Lafferty. We were the most active team at the trade deadline that year, and all I got us was one extra win. We won no, two, two extra wins. We got two more wins than we did the previous five years of playoff contention. All right, two so Marco J. Fleury's the next goaltender here, and I think he's going to go to the Leafs for sure. I mean, he wants to chase a cup. So. Also, on that topic, it's not like you... <laughs> You know what the thing no one talks about? Toronto really did not play well against Tampa last last year, so twenty twenty-three. There's a lot of late goal comebacks in that series. I mean we spooked our way. Like Morgan Riley bailed Morgan Riley and Ilya Samsonov bailed our asses out that series. I'm not gonna lie. Like we low key Riley was unreal. We low key did not make deserve it. Like I'm just like I'll take it. Like we got like no no now we don't get oh haven't won a playoff round since two thousand two. <laughs> I'm just glad that we we got that out of the way. But like realistically, we didn't deserve to win that series. We were not the better team that year. And this is what I mean. Like, like I hate trading guys for pure rentals. Like if like if you if we're gonna bring in a guy, make him a if we're gonna bring in a guy as a rental, I'm okay if it's a guy like Hannafin, right? A true difference maker. If he walks, he walks, but he give like he might be the difference between a first round exit and an Eastern Conference Finals or Stanley Cup appearance, right? I don't want to give up a second round pick for fucking Ilya Labushkin. Motherfucker, what is he gonna do? What is he gonna do? Like, oh my gosh, we have Ilya Labushkin. I just gave of- you a solution for Joel Edmondson. You're not. You're not. You're not listening. You're not taking it. <laughs> He's trash too. <laughs> He's making a million dollars. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright. Flurry, where is he going? Toronto. No. <laughs> I can see Colorado. I can see Colorado. No, I could also see Colorado. Yeah. Colorado Basically any team that needs a fucking here. goalie. Barons, Gulyev, and Callum Ritchie for Mark Andre Flurry. Saturday. Alright, let's calm down here. <laughs> uh twenty four Victor Olsen. Which is interesting. What happened to this guy? He's not good, right? I think. He's like, he's like, this is what I envision, like, Cole Eiserman could be if he doesn't get the rest of his game together. Like, like you laugh at it, but tell me I'm wrong. No, like I'm not. 25 just... 35, like a 25 to 35 goal scorer, but doesn't do anything else. Like, literally nothing else. But that's what Olsen is. Bro just stands in the corner and shoots the puck. And he oh, wow, he's been bad this year. Four prime. goals, 12 points. I'm, t- ugh. Ugh. Oh, I'm talking like prime Olsen, though. Like, before he became trash. Like, three years ago. Yeah. Mm. That's pretty bad. I don't know if Colorado should make that trade. I don't know if anyone should make that trade. <laughs> he's, he's kind of mad this year. Buffalo's been kind of mad this year, to be fair. I think he was pretty good last year. Though. No, he was good last year. Uh, 25... Tyson Berry, Tampa, Dallas. Oh, right, D. 
He said to leave. We're going back to Toronto. <laughs> Kill you guys. <laughs> 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 no. Bro, I hope, I hope, I hope Kappa trades for him. Oh my god. That Tyson Berry behind the net turns it over. Morgan Riley scores. Nah, it's oh, never gonna I happen. I, I can't wait for that. Bro, I hope. Why would he turn the puck over to Morgan Riley? Bro, Morgan's gonna go on one of those playoff expeditions where he and he's for some reason behind the net and it, it just works. <laughs> What made Morgan Riley so great last year in the playoffs was his willingness to jump up into the play and and trust that a forward will cover for him. So, no, but he's going to turn it over to Austin Matthews, who's going to find Morgan Riley in the slot. And then Morgan Riley is going to deep Vassy out of his jock strap and tuck it into the That's assuming that you and play Trump. That's assuming you play Tampa then, in the playoffs. And then Hedman's going to come in and cross-check Morgan Riley in the head and then get suspended five games for the next season. Yeah, that's not how it works, though. Uh, all right, uh, Waffle, I forgot. Hedman doesn't wear a maple leaf on his chest, so he's gonna get a five thousand dollars fine. Waffle. Yeah, exactly. But, but realistically, where 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 does Barry fit in the league? Because like he needs to be in a place where he needs to get PP one time, and that's not Tampa, and that's definitely not Dallas. Mm. Like Chicago, maybe. Why would Chicago want? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Like, it's not like it's not gonna. Cost, it's not like it's gonna cost Chicago anything. I mean, our power play is pretty bad, but that's because that's just because of Todd Reardon. Like, just fire Reardon, and we'll be fine. Like, don't Louis don't acquire Louis. Barry. Like maybe St. Louis. Because like, if you think he's there, if he's more dynamic than a guy like Krug. Yeah. Then you put him on power play one instead of Krug. Yeah. What's Arizona's cap hit? Probably a lot. But Dursey, like, do you think they played him over Dursey? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, because like, Jersey's been real good for them this year on the power play. That's Florida, true. like maybe it's like maybe. But Mont- Montour's having a down year, but like that power play is clicking this year. Is isn't it the number one power? play? You know what? Right I know who the fuck it is. Oh, the Islanders. Oh, that could totally. <laughs> and Patrick Wine and Barry are reunited. Like, like they run like a two-man power play one. Yeah. With Dawson. Yeah. You got Barzell, Nelson, yep. Horvat, Barry. I can see the Islanders. I could see that. I could I could I could actually see that. <laughs> Would he fit over anyone currently on their roster though? Five on five. He can play the Pelican. I gotta look. He can play the Like is he gonna play over Pulak, Dobson, and Mayfield? That's true. They have three righties. They got three righties that they're paying a lot of money already. Man, maybe I don't like know. A, I mean, could maybe, maybe Anaheim? Like, for like a year, year or two, you think? Patrick they could afford him. They could afford him. They have a lot of young demon, though. I mean, maybe for a year. That's what yeah, I was thinking. Nice. Like, could you, like, I honestly, I think St. Louis might be an interesting team. The Penguins? They got Carlson though. And Latang. Brother two man. Brother two man. Could you Brother see okay, that? Will you, wait, hey, will you wait, tell that to fucking Todd Reardon and then you'll see what he thinks? Because <laughs> that doesn't cook up shit. How about the Sharks? Sharks? I mean, sure, if they, they think that. But like he, he's, a, he's an expiring UFA, no? Yeah. 
So like it's not like you wouldn't get. I guess if you're the Sharks and you extend to a one year deal after, <clears throat> like if he plays as long as power play one, and then you try and inflate his value and then trade him at the deadline next year. Exactly, he can do that. <clears throat> Buffalo? Nah, but they got Darlene and Power. I can't believe we're going this in depth <laughs> for Tyson fucking Barry. <laughs> no, because it's intriguing. Like it I is. I don't know where he would. Like I don't know where he would fit. Like Washington. Over Carlson? Right? John Carlson? I mean, they could run a two-man. <laughs> or a two-D-man. What? I, I mean, like... Because who else do they have a friend? They got Ovi. Strom. That's about it. That, that team's not good. Right? Like, like he, they'd probably be able to find him a spot on the power play one and just take a forward out. I think the San Jose ones and the Islanders one are, are the two intriguing ones. Because, like, if the Islanders want more offense, if the Islanders want more offense, well, there's your guy. But who are, they, who are you sitting from if you're the Isles? You know what? You know what I, I think would be kind of cool to see if you can try Barry at forward? Because you know he's like, you know you're not going to get any defensive play oh, out of him. I have a team. Oh, fuck. Who? This team, this team brought in John Klingberg last year for their playoff run because they needed more Minnesota? Back end, Minnesota. Oh, that could be something. That could be something. Like, because who do they have on their power play right now? Spurgeon's out for the year, and he was running power play one. Faber? I don't know if they trust Faber on power play one yet. I don't know. Who, they like they've had they they tried early in the season. I know this because I had Spurgeon and Boldy on my and Hartman on my fantasy team at one point. They were trying five forwards on the power play. Oh, you're right. Oh, play. yeah. No. Barry to Minnesota makes some sense. Because their entire blue line is just defensive guys right now, besides Faber. Right. I mean, that's actually a good idea. That's a good point. Yeah, I think I think Minnesota could be could be a team. Um, twenty six. Twenty six. We got John Gibson. I don't. Uh, I'm so sick. Just like I'm so sick of seeing his name on trade rumors because like it's been like Never a decade, bro. This is like this is like what happened like the last two years with the Raptors. Like, we're going to trade Pascal and OG, and then they didn't trade Pascal or OG. No, it was OG, not Pascal. The last, like, four years, they've been talking about trading OG and Inobi, and then they didn't trade him until this year. We've been listening to John Gibson, like, on the trade block for, like, five years now. At this point, I'll talk about when it happens. Until then, don't bring that name up to me. All right. I don't care. All right. He's not getting moved. Uh, 27, Raspers versus Lina, teams link Calgary, Vancouver, Toronto! Oh, he's going he's to Toronto. Traded, he right? was linked to Toronto, traded, like, two though. months ago. Come yeah, on. But, but he just had like uh, an injury that's gonna take him out for like a month. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's, he's still gonna be Robin Island. I mean, he can play after the deadline though. He's gonna be back after the deadline. He's a Leaf. Yeah, but I, I think Demarco said though that he doesn't think that the Flyers are gonna trade him anymore because of the injury. Boo. So I think he's like a team move point. You're, you're. Team move. I know right now you're not you're not showing it, but you're really happy that he's injured. Because you, you knew damn well never, he was going to be a leaf. Shay, 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 you know me. I would never root for an injury of a player. I would never root for that. Didn't you I, just I, see I, like an hour ago, oh, Stuart Skinner's going to tear his ECL? I, 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 would, I, would, I would never do such a thing. I don't know what you're going to do. I would never wish harm on a player. Shay, are you going to be editing this? Because I think you should amplify when he says that. <laughs> Stuart Skinner is going to tear his ACL. Dude, that is peak Leafs behavior, dude. Come on. I don't know if you saw the video going on Twitter, but, like, there's this guy that threw, like, his other Leaf fans. Oh, I saw that. What a dick. Oh. 
I, th I heard oh. the uh, the guy got his hat back though, so that's 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 good news. That's good. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty eight. Another right hand defenseman. My God, Adam Bachwis for some reason. Nice Ed legend. For some reason, Edmonton and Calgary are linked. I don't know why Edmonton. I would hate one. him with Nurse, to be honest. Cal <sighs> Calgary yeah, but kind that of isn't, makes that's sense. more of a lateral move, though. No, we need an upgrade on season, not a guy that might be slightly better. You know? Calgary might be... Uh, kind of makes sense, just because he needs to break out, and he's not doing it at Columbus, and I don't think that's going to be... I don't think the trade value is going to be very high. No. I don't think he'll have to give up much. Yeah, and he's only making 2-6. Young defenseman. I just don't mind Calgary... That makes sense, especially if they trade Hannafin, if they trade Tana, if there's going to be room for him. No, that's actually, you know, I can see that. There's I could definitely see that. And Weaver is righty, but I think he plays on the he left. He can play left side, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you could go Weaver, Bockfist, Shillington, Anderson. Not bad. Yeah. Give that Bockfist could work. a shot. If it doesn't work out, he's only making 2.6. Yeah, that's a good if point. If he does work out, then. Calgary gets another blue liner that fits their timeline better. Yep. I think it'd be cool to see it. Like, I think in London, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, because you'll know more than me. But yep. Bouchard and I didn't. Did Bouchard and Bach was ever play together? I know they're two righties, but I swear there's some times where they, they play together. I don't know off the top of my head. Maybe on the power play, but okay. uh, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I don't, honestly don't remember. All right. Um,. I bet you can look up that team, though. I don't know, just for fun. Right. Uh, 29, we got another young player, uh, uh, Jonathan Berggrund, which I don't know why the Wings would trade in the first place. It's but pretty random. It's a pretty random player. Uh, Montreal, Ottawa, Anaheim, Arizona. Finally, finally some new teams involved here. Um, I don't know. I don't really care. I mean, honestly, my pick is actually the Oilers. I think you just swap them with Broberg. Change I don't think they're trading Broberg, though. I think – because me and you have had this discussion before, Ryan, and I think Holland mm -hmm. actually confirmed it like a week or so ago, or one of the insiders, that Broberg's going to get a full-time spot next year. So they're trading Kulak in the offseason. Yeah, And okay, the yeah. only way they're going to trade Broberg <laughs> is if they get, like, not a right point in return, which, you know, I like. I, I don't think they're, they're going to trade away Broberg this deadline. <laughs> Unless it's an okay. offer that they can't refuse. Yeah, okay. But I guess I can see Montreal. I mean, they love their young players. Um, I I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know even know why they would trade Berger in the first place. Cause I mean, his ELC, maybe they don't want to give him an extension, or maybe they think that he... It's like kind of how, like what Toronto does a lot with some of their players. They did with Frankie Corrado a couple years ago. Where they just they just trade a guy because they don't see a future for him in their organization. Yeah. But they just want to give him an opportunity elsewhere. I, I think that's where it comes down to. Um, they like him as a player, but they just don't think that he's going to be a viable guy for them in the future. So Lucas Raymond is also an RFA next year. Oh, but I think he already has... No, never mind. No extension, right? Yeah, Lucas Raymond. Yeah, yeah, he's an RFA next year as well. So I guess if you had to pick one, you're going to obviously pick Raymond. Yeah. But... All right. Uh, the fourth period also has some bubble players. So we'll quickly touch on them. Uh, first player, Tony D'Angelo. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! How, how has Tony <laughs> D'Angelo been this year? Uh, I couldn't has tell he you. Played this year? He's played twenty-four he's, games. He's played nine points. 
<laughs> the KHL you go. Um, you know what? Hey, we're talking about options for Barry. Don't we can use those same exact teams for Tony D. <laughs> yeah, but not not Pittsburgh. <laughs> I, think, I, I think I think he goes I think, to Pittsburgh, man. I had a, I had a tweet a while ago when he was traded to the Blues that um. I'm surprised he would play for the Blues because he only likes the Whites, but he never actually played for the Blues. So. <laughs> uh, Morgan so. Morgan Frost is another player that they have listed, which I don't think he's interesting. Be former first round pick. Um, Jake, Jake Gensel. <laughs> oh, now you want a two million dollar player in the league? You got that Scott Lawton. <laughs> well, I think Frost is better than Lawton. I think Lawton uh, fits the bottom more. six role better than Frost. Frost is like Frost is a skill guy, and Toronto loves their skill guys. But yeah, I love my skill guys. Uh, to give me more, yeah, than I like Frost my skill guys play too. Him on the, uh, play him on the second line. Uh, Jake Gensel. I honestly. No fuck. I I think Gensel extends into Pittsburgh. I honestly think he'll extend. I just I'm again I'm I'm attached to Gozo a little bit. I mean, I don't really want to see him leave. I don't think we're going to get really good enough assets for him, to be honest with you. By what I've seen, I don't think it's going to be worth it to trade him. I, I think I think Dubis is going to do what Dubis does, and he's going to give him 10 by 8. Well, I think, <laughs> I think he's going to squeeze as much as he can out of this core. He's going to, you know what I mean? And if that includes extending Gensel, then he extends I, Gensel. I think he'll stay. I think yeah. that's I mean, Crosby. I, I it's looking like he'll stay. That's that's but... Crosby's guy, man. That's Cros- That's Sid's guy. It's true. Yeah. It really is. He's gonna get paid. They're gonna get, they're gonna give him ten by eight, and it's gonna suck in the, like the last two years of the deal or whenever Crosby retires. But you gotta do it. You gotta do it because you got Carlson, you got Crosby, you, you got Latang. You paid all of them with term. You you extended Jari. You 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 went and got Ryan Graves. Like although no, the Graves one's out. so bad. Yeah. Um, but like you're, this is this is your team. Like you have to go for it. And if knowing Dubis, like if he's not gonna trade Gensel, he would rather overpay Gensel than let Gensel leave for nothing, right? So yeah, I, I think I think he's gonna get paid. I think he's gonna get anywhere from nine seven five to ten point two five, um, and then he's gonna be on Sid's wing until Sid retires. I mean, Sid could play well for Gensel got hurt as well, so I, I don't know. I don't think he's back. But he got hurt, and that kind of, yeah. I think, died down a lot of those trade talks. Um, so. I mean, to be fair, Sid could play for another eight years if he wants to. He could, and he'd be damn good. I think people – it's kind of funny to say he's underrated, but I think people are underrating Crosby still. Like, he's 37, and he's still – I draft like, Crosby every year in fantasy without fail because he always falls. Because yeah. everyone's like, oh, it's Sid. He's so old. He's going to fall off. And I go, no. no. Every year, third round pick. Every year, third round pick, no matter what, I take him. Uh, a player like Sid doesn't fall off. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. Uh, number th- the other player here, Eric Johnson, right hand D. Leaf. No, Leafs. No, Dude, that's that's <laughs> why that he's won a cup. Are you he's kidding me? This year, have you looked at his stats? <laughs> Who cares about the stats? He's a stay-at-home defenseman. He'd be perfect for Riley on the right side. <laughs> he what are you sucks. talking he's about? He no, he's now. not. Uh, this guy's a first overall pick. <laughs> I, I, I hate him so much. Like. <laughs> You're not, you're not getting checkered, man. Bo, the Bo bitch. He's made out of glass. He's playing like crap this year for Buffalo. Please, he's 35, man. He's 35. He's not good. Um, I like Eric 
Uh, next up, uh, Tori Krug. So if they do trade Krug, I mean, hey, Tyson Berry, we already talked about him. There you go. Yeah, I think it'd be like some kind of swap like that. Yeah. Change the scenery, less expensive. Um. Get a pick back the other way. Anthony Mantha up next. He's actually having a pretty good year this year. Um, Matt Watt. Really Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Screw Anthony Mantha. Don't think about Anthony Mantha. You see that guy right there? After Anthony Mantha? That's the kind of guy I want. Well, he's stay. He's coming. <laughs> Matt Roy, dude. It's gonna cost you like two first round picks for Matt Roy. No shot he gets. No shot. He gets. He's fucking awesome. No shot he gets. He gets more than Chitrin. Okay, probably. He's gonna you know, cost more than Chitrin, as in. You know what I mean. The center market screwed. Chitrin has four years on his oh, deal. Oh, no, it's Matt Ray. Whoops. <laughs> There's no shot he takes two first round picks, bro. No, I'm kidding, but like, I mean, an extension is gonna cost you like six mil at least. I'm fine with that. Honestly, Matt Roy. No, I know. I, I love Matt Roy. I like. I've seen Matt Roy play like thirty games in the past two years because of all the Edmonton LA shit. He's damn good, but like, uh, like Nick has said, dude, you have fifty five million tied up in cap in the next few years. Like, that's not. Also, remember, you have to extend Marner. He's gonna get like forty mil because you know no, he's a no bitch. Shot, no shot. If Marner gets forty mil, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually quitting. I'm not, I'm not watching these. You said the same thing about Nylander, and you're still here. Okay, but Neil Adams did not get paid. Did not did not get paid fourteen million dollars. Okay, bro. Before the season started, I remember before the season started, we had this conversation in the group chat. You're like, you know if Neil extension look, 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 got eleven look, mil, look, you'd be look, done. Look, 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 look. If you if you look at the guys that are coming up for the Leafs next year, the Leafs are not going to spend as much up front because of the extensions that they gave. Like Bertuzzi is either going to take a discount or leave in free agency, where there's a team that will give him the opportunity to play big minutes and rebound. Right? Yeah. Easton Cowan or Fraser Minton will be a leaf next year. That's a four to five million dollars saving right there. TJ Brody is taking a discount. He's not going to get paid five million dollars next year. He's probably going to go from five to two to two point five, right? Just because he's a good third pair lefty, maybe second pair lefty, right? That's what he's going to do. He's going he's he's to he's he's come. He's going to resign. He's going to be cheaper, right? So realistically, right there, those are the savings for Matt Roy, and no one needs a raise yet, like for that for that cap year. Right, Mario needs an extension the year after, but then JT's cap hit is gonna tank. Cause I love JT, but he's regressing. He's he's playing like a third liner low key now, like a really good third liner, and maybe like a below average second liner. But like the more he plays this year, the more I'm convinced that JT is gonna resign for like three million dollars. He's not getting three mil. That's copium. Three to three and a half. No, I'm being dead. <laughs> he's three getting three five. He's getting five and no, five no, and a no. half. He's gonna get three to three and a half. Like, I'm not even kidding. You know what? Trust me, Shane. You know what? When Tavares signs his extension, when he signs his extension, I'm going to pull up up this audio clip and say, I told you so. Okay, do it. Do it. I'm going to look at it. John Tavares is not getting more than $4 million from the Leafs on his next deal. It's going to be three or three and a half. I hope he's making in New York like six. He's not going to make more than four. He's not going to make more than four. I hope you know that Trey Living loves to overpay his guys, though. I know that, but Josh Morris is gonna go in there and go, "Hey, we haven't won a damn cup since all the 24." So, like, what did he want to leave? Are you gonna punch your fucking table? He's gonna be like, "No, I'm not. I am a leader. I'm a captain of Toronto Maple Leafs. I made over like 80 million, 90 million dollars in my entire career before tax. I don't even pay tax. Screw the CRA." 
I'm gonna take a discount. That's Wait, yeah, do. okay. So with the whole CR thing, CRA thing, wouldn't that make it more likely he leaves Toronto? He's gonna win the case. He's gonna win the case. I don't CRA think so. You know what's gonna happen? He signed a one-year, three million dollar deal in Dallas or Tampa Bay, or Florida. No shot. No shot. Huh? And then, and then the all third round. I wouldn't. He can win a cup in Dallas next, or in Florida for next year. For next year. We can 100% say Matt Roddy had around five. Okay, 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 all right. Okay, bud. So I'll trade first round pick for him. That's what I want. Okay. Him or, or Forsland. Uh, next player up, Riley Smith. Yeah, we'll see. Ottawa, because they're stupid. <laughs> Maybe. That's a very <laughs> Ottawa player, though. That's exactly the type it's, of player. I know, it's true. You're right. Stale says he wants a veteran. That's a fucking veteran right there. Isn't he from Ottawa? Ryan Smith? I'm pretty sure he's American, isn't he not? He's, he's from America. He's from at uh, uh, I don't know how to say Toronto, oh, Ontario kidding, cities. Etobicoke, yeah. e e Toronto. Etobicoke? <laughs> I've never known how to pronounce that either. I'm, and I'm, <laughs> this bro said Etobicoke. Bro, I don't live in fucking Ontario. I used to call it. I mean, I used to call it Etobicoke, to be honest with you, because I just didn't know how to pronounce it. In the last player, um, is a guy we've been actually kind of talking about this entire podcast, Trevor Zegers. Man, he's had he's had issues this year. I think he's had an injury, but like the he's more had a few I injuries, think yeah. about it, he missed a start yeah. of the year now. Dude, I got. And then I stopped for three years. Dude, him and Verbeek apparently fucking hate each other. Really? I don't know. I don't know about that. And then, like, he's not getting really any ice time under Cronin when he does play. So, Oof, man. I'm going to say this. Just the drop off he's had already. Zegris, if they trade Zegris, I think they take Lindstrom at their pick in the first round. Oh, 100%. I agree. If they trade Zegris, I think Lindstrom's their guy. This is early on. Oh, yeah, 100%. I agree. It's between, it, it's between Lindstrom and Lipshunov right now for me for Anaheim. Because they don't. They can have so many good D, though, already. Yeah, but if they, if they trade if they trade, if they trade Zegris, I think it's Lindstrom. Or Katton. Kind of He's a. Katton's kind of a Clayton Keller type. Dude, yeah, I, 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 I like, Have you seen Verbeek? Remember when I called Leo Carlson last year? Yeah. No, I, they like the bigger guys. I could totally see it. Mason McTavish. Right. I was telling you, like, even like a few months ago, that I think Kate Lindstrom's going to go in the top three or top five. Yeah, you called it. Yeah, you did call that. You did call that. I think I had him at like eight or nine, but he's he's really good. Like, I think I think if he, I think if Anaheim trades Trevor Zegers, they're gonna go Lindstrom with their top five pick. Isn't it just so weird how like three or four years ago how we thought Drysdale and Zegers are the future of the Ducks, and now both are. I mean, Drysdale's gone, and now Zegers could be gone. Yeah, although to be fair, they did get Cutter Gauthier in that, and I like this is what I mean. Like they love their big, powerful forwards. Up front. Nathan Gauthier too. They got Nathan Gauthier. Similar Nathan time. Gauthier, Ben King. They took in the second round. Uh, Leo Carlson, Mason McTavish. Like, yeah, that's but, true. Man. That's a. You know what? I kind of want to look at the Ducks for a sec, dude. A lot of these guys have busted. Like Isaac Lundstrom has been fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah he's been ben weird. Yeah, gruel has been really terrible. Um, um, Jacob Perot. What happened off. to Jacob Perot and Braden Tracy? Braden, yeah, I never really was Perot. a fan of Braden Tracy to begin with, but I, I like Perot though. I like Gabe Perot. Gabe Perot. I, I think Perot's still Perot. okay. He just needs a little bit of time. Pasuhov, I haven't heard much from. Um, that was my guy still... at the draft a few years ago. That was like yeah, the I don't know how he's doing. He has um, nine points in twenty-two games. Sasha Pasuhov. 
Oh, yeah, he was really good for Guelph, uh, Sarnia. He was an overager, right, in his draft year? Was he an overager? Yeah. No, no, but he went really late. I had him in, like, the second or first round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went, like, the sixth round. He went, like, the sixth or something like that. Yeah, I was like, what is going on? That was the year the Leafs got Ty Boy. That was the year the Leafs got Ty Boy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He was um, an overager. Yeah, and then the uh, the Oilers got Petrov, I think. I think it was that draft. Yeah. I think so. All right. Benoit, Olivier, Groove. I, I will say, I think Lefshunov could be the first defenseman off the board if Anaheim's picking. I Dude, they don't need more D, man. They got a shit ton of D already. But all of them are lefties. No, they got, them, right, they, they got a righty. They got a righty. Did Manchikov already? They got no, Hellison. Sure they got Luno. They got Warren. There's a lefty. They got three right D. Oh. Maybe not, not like oh. a stud right D. I think, I think Luno is their only righty, I think. No, Warren's a righty and Hellison's a righty. Mintukov is a lefty. Um, who's the... Oh, Lacombe. Is Lacombe a righty? He plays... Uh, let me see. He... No, he's a lefty. Jackson Lacombe's a lefty. Like, I'm, saying, I'm not saying they don't have right, right, right D guys, but I think in terms of top prospects at right D, like, Lunau is, like, their one guy. Yeah. But I, I would say that their, their top two guys, Lacombe and Mintukov, are both lefties. So I would say if, there is a, if, they're, if they're taking a defenseman... I think they they take with Shunov. I don't know. They like their OHLD yeah. though. They love their OHLD, so they could go like Sam Dickinson. Well, I was just gonna say I have Parek higher than Love Shunov, and Parek's also a right D, so we'll see. Mm. That's fair. That's fair. All right, that was yeah, all. Yeah. Why are we going to draft talk? I'm I'm sorry. Guys. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's been a 90 minute podcast, so we've been going for quite some time. <laughs> Somehow shorter than your guys' fucking mock draft, almost two hours long. Somehow. Hey, that was hey, but it was it was an informative <laughs> video. I'm, I'm, we got a lot of it's points. Doing well. Anyways, guys. Uh long video. Thank you guys for watching. Um, we might have another video out or one out in the next few weeks. We'll see. We'll make trade videos when they happen. I know we fucked up the Lindholm and the Monham trades, but like we had no time to make those videos. Um, draft stream. We'll see. Uh, I don't think we'll probably have a draft stream this year. We'll try to get that figured out. And uh, yeah, any a- any closing thoughts, gentlemen? Uh, no, not really for me. Thank you guys all for the support and for watching our videos. Um, if you if you enjoy the content, make sure to like and subscribe. I second that. I second <laughs> that. And apart from the points that are about the Leafs, I am. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just saw something on Instagram, which is fucking cracking me up. Um, anyways, thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.